What's up, everybody? Hope you're doing good. Um, just thought I'd. I think this is quite a good podcast to do, timing-wise. And um, <clears throat> a lot of people, I'm sure, who listen probably just came off Dublin. And um, and I don't. I mean, I look. Maybe you have what you do post marathon, and and you know maybe that's what you enjoy to do, but. I guess I've had a few people get in touch and um first of all can if if I haven't replied to you on like Twitter or or Instagram or you know like as you can probably imagine I've had quite a lot of messages and um I I've kind of gone through some and and you know it might just so happen that you know even straight after the race I was sort of getting told off by people like in a in the nicest possible way to like, hey, like, you know, <laughs> leave your phone alone. And, and honestly, I would, I would pick it up and I would reply to a few people. And then before I had set it down, like maybe like five or six more messages would come in. And, and so it's not personal if I replied to some people and didn't reply to others or, you know, I liked somebody's thing on Instagram or Twitter and I didn't like your thing. It's not personal. It's just, it, I probably just seen it at the time. And, and actually, as I've, as I've gone back through a little bit, there's a lot, there's a lot that like Instagram and Twitter and stuff don't even show you, you know, like I, I find things today that like I didn't even see the other day, for example. Sorry, I'm just putting a bathroom mat down. Um, so yeah, so don't like get too bombed about that or worry about it. And I, any, anyone that has reached out to me, like I, I do appreciate it. And, um, I'd say over the next few days, I'll slowly go through some messages, but one of the, I guess kind of recurring things that's coming up is just people asking general bits of advice, maybe maybe about like what to do for recovery. And um, I, I don't think there's a I don't think there's like a one shoe fits all type thing. I'm going to say um, I I like to do what I do Um what I'll usually do is um, I usually go for a run. I went for a run last night, so that's day two. Um, but then I won't run today. Um, and I, I think I go, the reason I go for a run is because first of all, I, I fucking love running. So it's, it's tough for me not to get out the door. Um, and, and like, I don't really decide how far I'm going to run. Like, you know, it could be 10 minutes or last night ended up being like nearly six and a half miles. And, um, there's no, I can run for, like I said, 10 minutes, or you can run for 40 minutes, or you can run for an hour. Um, it, it just really depends what your body is telling you when, when you go out the door. And I actually had a couple of aches and pains, and, and I probably ran too much considering. Um, like, my legs are my legs are brilliant, but it's, it's just the sole on the outside of my right foot. It's just there's, there's damage there, you know. Um, so, like, it's not like before I go see the physio today, for example, like I like to have ran so that I can give him that feedback. Um, and then also like, if you know, or like from, from your perspective, if it's not a physio or if it's not a masseuse, sometimes it's good to just get out and run. And like I said, test the damage and see where you might have to ice or see where you might have to give a little bit of self massage yourself. And often it's not until you go run that you, even figure out that there was a little bit of damage there um and so it's 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 quite interesting to do that said i'm sure there's people who could not think of anything worse um i i would guarantee you there's people that just need to have 
that little bit of time off um, and there's there's nothing wrong with that you know like it's each to their own and as I sort of explained yesterday it's I'm I, I don't have a job running is my job and so you know for me to I guess sit around and do nothing would just it would create a boredom that I just can't really be bothered with so like today for example um I'm just getting myself organized now and I'll go um I'll go to sports institute um <coughs> down there <coughs> sorry about that down there, I still feel like a little bit hungover this is a joke um but like that's like a this is day 3 now this is ridiculous um Anyway, down there, I can jump on the watt bike, as some people might have seen on my Instagram yesterday. And, um, it's just non-impact. And, um, actually, I was quite surprised that I could, my heart rate kind of sacked. I didn't feel like I was working like super hard and my heart rate was sort of sitting at like 130 to 140, which is probably where it would sit on like an easy run or whatever. So, um, and it's not some of, some of that's like, me clinging on to fitness like i'm not gonna lie like i i I really like the fitness that i've built up right now um some of it is just to have a bit of routine um and then like there is an element of if you can get blood flowing through the legs um i do think it helps recovery now other things can get blood flowing through the legs like going for a short walk or um you know even having an ice bath or having like a steam or a sauna um and so i've been doing Everything I've just listed, I've been doing on a daily basis. Um, but that's like that's me, and that that doesn't mean that you have to do that or or as frequently as I've been doing it. So um, I'll go to the institute now. I'll probably jump on the walk bike this morning for about forty five minutes, um, and then I jump in the steam room, um, and I have a just because I like it. You know, I sit in the steam room for about fifteen minutes. Um, usually 10 minutes, sorry, not maybe as much as 15. Um, and then I basically jump in the ice bath for, look, I've just ran a marathon, so there's no, there's no like, I'm, I'm going to say there's no rules on this, you know, like I'm not, I'm not going to be like, if I only jump in there for six minutes, like, it's fine. I'm not like, there's no like, no, you have to do 12 minutes or there's no rules. There's no, this is just, it's all bonus. It's all extra. Um, it might speed up recovery by a little bit. It might not. Um, I don't know. Um, but it just feels, it feels like if I leave the house at like 9.30, go to the institute, go on the walk bike, jump in the steam room, have a little ice bath, um, have some lunch down at the institute, and then I have a physio appointment at two o'clock. You know, it, it feels professional. Um, and one of the, like, <laughs> One of the things people will say is if you want to, you know, you want to perform like a professional, you've got to act like a professional. And it just it just feels like that's what a professional would do. You know, a professional would probably do what I'm doing and um, like do do little things that can help with like recovery um, or at least are scientifically proven. Um, but that's yeah, that that's the that's pretty much the, the, the short of it. Um, I might tonight instead of running. I might go and aqua jog. Um, I know I talked about that, and um, it, it is something that I like to do, and it's something that like I might even have to start bringing in during my training. And, and I'm thinking the same about the walk bike. Like it, it felt it felt really good yesterday to be able to do you know um, 
a little bit of time of aerobic exercise, let's call it. And, you know, my heart rate sit at a pretty good place for the length of time that it that it did. And that's all aerobic training. This is what triathletes do. This is, um, you know, what guys in other sports do. Instead of running, they'll jump on the, like, the walk bike or whatever, or, or their aqua jog, or they'll, like, jump on the elliptical or um, all different sort of things. But, no, it's something that – it's definitely something I talked about before Dublin. And, you know, when I sent this email to the physiologist and, uh, like, Jackie from um, Athletics Northern Ireland, I the, one of the – key parts of the email was guys there's 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 things that i think i've moved away from like um i had these goals and i had these ambitions and um you know i had these logical logical ideas of um perhaps how i could make myself a better athlete and um some of them were you know training um training time per week and um, so if i can only run 90 to 95 mile a week and that's what keeps me healthy. And that's what, you know, sometimes I doubt that. And sometimes I speak negatively about that. But, you know, maybe maybe the key to seeing my progression and seeing how it's progressed is that I don't overcook it. And I don't, like, fuck my body up in a way that it gets the little injuries that can come and go. Um, and so I'm trying not to be negative about it. But at the same time, there needs to be an understanding that the best guys in the world are you know, 110, 120 mile a week, guys. So I need to bridge that gap in one way, form, shape or another, can we call it? Um, which, you know, can be via walk bike, can be swimming, can be... Rome wasn't built in a day, so it's not the kind of thing that I'm just going to, like, jump head first into. But, you know, the first the first week of training, which might be, like, next week, for example, or the week after, you know, maybe you just include two 30-minute sessions on the walk bike and it's just prescribed you know it's just like any other form of training you know it's whether it's a Wednesday afternoon whether it's it's whatever you know it's just it's just a prescription and you drive to the institute you tie it in with maybe a physio session or with a ice bath whatever um, and and you get it done um, and it might take a while for that to pay off but that's it it just has to be worth it um so i have no idea how long that would take to pay off you know two two thirty to 45 minute spin sessions a week um i don't know if you up it i don't know if you should be looking at doing when when i trained um in i was up in flagstaff and i overheard somebody talking about um i think it was you know bowerman track club and um i just, i overheard a conversation that was something along the lines of um w- when someone's you know injured or hurt talking about 3 hours of cross training um and i think i've mentioned this before on the podcast and you know <laughs> 3 hours of cross training is <laughs> that's a day right that's not a week that's you know if an athlete's hurt or um the the idea is that you know for for every other athlete in the group they're probably out there running um 13 to 15 miles a day um, and I guess the coaches the coaches perception of trying to achieve the equivalent by a cross training was three hours a day um, so it's basically double um, you know you could probably run 13 to 15 miles a day in 90 minutes or whatever um, so you're doubling that and that's 
that's a lot. Um, so it's, it's, I'm not saying it's something to think about, but it, it kind of is like, have I now got to a level that, um, it would almost be rude not to start thinking like that, you know, like it, it's, it's a nice breakthrough for me. And, um, but you know, the only way to get better and springboard forward is to start putting things in place that's going to make you better. Um, and I'm blessed with like time, um, both from a perspective of like, you know, like I'm, I'm only 30. Um, it's not, I'm not certainly not a spring chicken, but, um, it's not a bad place to be as a 30 year old. Um, but also time as in I'm a full-time athlete. So like, why would I not like dedicate that time and, um, the resources that I have around me to try to be better? Sorry, I'm just leaving, um, the apartment. Um, so it's all, it's all worth thinking about, you know, three hours a day can sound pretty frightening. And I'm not going to do three hours a day, but maybe, maybe 30 minutes twice a week won't cut it. And, you know, so that's a conversation I need to have with, and Sinai and the people that can help me here and and start to figure out like like it's okay to bounce ideas off people I can have my idea and I, I always drive the plan so um you know the first the first part of the next period for Stephen Scullion and this is what happens after again this runs into you know what to do post marathon um but the, the next the next part of my journey comes down to me um I decide what race I sorry I burped. Um, I decide what race I would like to do. Um, I decide, you know, what what would sort of like, I don't know, like what what would get me like excited to like push on from here, and you know what's going to motivate me. And um, I think I forgot a spare pair of shorts. Let me go get a spare pair of shorts for you. Um, yeah, you know you you have to you have to take a level of control. Because if it's not, if you're not excited about the next part of the journey, you, you cannot expect your work ethic to be at the level that it needs to be, no matter what level you compete at. Basically, to, to be better, to be better, you need a couple of things to happen. You either need to be more specifically prepared, you need to be all round better prepared, or you need the weather to be better, or the next race that you do, the course to be better, etc., etc. Um, and all, all of those things can then contribute to you being better. Um, and and that's, you know, it sounds really simple, um, and sometimes it is. But believe me, it's took. I don't know. It's not going back to London. It's took a year and a half since. The, the London that I did in, um, 2018 when it was super hot, that's a year and a half that I almost had to wait and train and, and keep things moving forward before I would get that like opportunity to produce the goods, let's say. Um, and, and basically that opportunity came in the form of good health. I think Dublin's a good course. Um, good health, good course. Um, good team management, you know, to set me up in the race hotel. And, but there's a lot of things come together, but a year and a half, you know. Um, so some things you can control. Um, I've talked about this before, and I've talked about the fact that I don't 
I don't try to improve one area. Um, I think you'd be like, I'm going to say, I think you'd be crazy to try to improve one area and then think that that should lead to a better result. Because if you improve one area and then you get a slightly windier day at your next marathon, you, you know, you might not PB or your next 10K or whatever, just because it's slightly windier. Um, I always try to improve four or five, like, I don't know, as many, basically as many areas as I can see that there's room for improvement. Um, before Dublin even existed, um, I, the, the people close to me, I don't know that they got annoyed, but I think it came as a bit of surprise to them at first that I was doing Dublin. Um, and I think the conversation was kind of like, like, you know, picture, picture the people that helped manage me, like waving, like, hello, like, like, were we going to be told about this? And, um, you know, so I, I sent this email and the email was basically saying, guys, like nobody has really been told. I've joked about it. I've hinted towards it. You know, I, on, on Strava, I said two weeks to Dublin and silly things like this, but, um, Nobody, nobody knew for sure until it probably got to like a week before. I didn't know for sure. So I think what I was trying to explain to them was, look, like I didn't want to have to have the conversations that we're about to have. You know, am I allowed to do it? Are you guys going to support doing it, et cetera, et cetera. And then all of a sudden, you know, me get sick or me get hurt or um, my body not feel good. And then in the end, I wouldn't be bloody doing it anyway. Um, but as part of that email, I... I kind of reflected a bit on Doha and this can help people moving forward. You know, if you've just finished Dublin and you need to, you need to do like a review or a debrief and you need to assess what went well, what didn't go well. And there was a couple of things that I put in the debrief of Doha that then helped towards Dublin. And, um, you know, the altitude thing, not coming down day, whatever, and not having to worry about that. I came straight to sea level there's always things that you can fix and there's and there's a lot that was actually in your in your own control a lot more than i think people perhaps hold themselves accountable to um you can be angry after a race and you can be angry how it went and you can be disappointed how it went but sometimes you got to you know when we when we talk back to one of the earlier episodes and i talked about that accountability mirror and you know you've got to look yourself in the face and say right well you know <laughs> What what could I have done better? You know, what what maybe what part of this was my fault? What part of this was my doing? Um, and you got to be good at doing that. And that's something that I think I've got way better at. Um, I don't take it as personal anymore. I realize that, you know, with humans, we, we fuck it up. You know, we make mistakes. And um, something that felt right at the time perhaps wasn't. Um, I've often rushed back the altitude. And by rushing back the altitude... I and it's not that I've rushed back the altitude. This is the process. I finish a race, I start partying and and fucking around, and then I rush back the altitude because I run away. I run away from a situation where I'm just not being disciplined enough in, um, and it works and it gets me back being disciplined. But what I've realized has suffered is things like S and C hasn't moved forward because I'm not spending any time around the S&C coach who can help that. So I'm sticking with the very basic S&C that was set probably nearly two years ago now. Um, but if you look at it, that's that should have moved forward. That's two years and that hasn't moved forward. Um, there's other things, you know, there's um, there's stuff that I could do with the physiologist here. Um, 
you know, I'm talking about jumping on the walk bike for 30 minutes. I could, I could be with the physiologist on the Alter G with the altitude mask linked up. Um, and that's not to get an altitude benefit. That's just so that I could run at a much slower pace and I could get the heart rate like working, you know, overdrive basically. And we, we could set it up that any time that the physiologist has people in the lab doing heat chamber work, altitude chamber work, you know, I could just come down and jump on the spin bike. It's all extra. Um, it doesn't need to be done, but it's the kind of stuff that just, it just, running can be very unpredictable and it can be very difficult. And if you're doing all these little extra things, I think it can just help um, and, and help for obvious reasons. Maybe it can just make you slightly aerobically fitter than you otherwise would have been. And, and so if it is windy or if you do go the wrong way or if the pace ends up a bit hotter than you thought it was going to, you can handle it because you've put in all that extra time and that extra work. Um, <clears throat> so if you think about all those things, rushing back the altitude often has hindered me a little bit. Um, sorry, I'm a bit, I don't know why I'm a bit like phlegmy today. Um, maybe it's still like I'm telling you, like a little bit hungover, but I know if I've ever listened back, it doesn't sound great listening to me choking and sniffing. Um but yeah, look, there, there's things I need to think about. I need to, I need to do my own plan now. Like, you know, I'm telling you guys that this might help you and, and start thinking about what's next and how you're going to be better and what you did wrong and um, little things that you can improve next time that hopefully then things won't go um, bad or poor or maybe not as good as you expected. And, um, you know, you're being too ambitious. Where you, Did you get your fitness wrong? Do you need to do more? Not necessarily like fitness testing like I do, but do you need to have like key sessions that you can now look back on before Dublin? And, you know, maybe you finished the session two weeks ago and thought, wow, I can break three hours. But then if you ran 3.05 and you raced, if you think you raced as good as you possibly could, well, then maybe that key session two weeks ago becomes your 3.05 benchmark. Um, and, and all things like this can help. I need to get back on my nutrition being good. Um, you know, probably the most important two days post-marathon where nutrition should be nailed down. And I have not fucking that good at all. Um, I absolutely devoured a chicken burger and a gravy chip last night and it was delicious. But, you know, I need to be better with the nutrition from, from right now, from today. And, and, you know, I need to sit down with that nutritionist again and, and we need to map out, well, hey, where do we go from here? I also need to, I need to move away from, you know, thinking, thinking about now. <clears throat> I'm always thinking about right now. What do I do next? You know, what about the next four weeks? What about the next eight weeks? And maybe I need to move the, how do I get to the next Commonwealth Games in a, in a slightly stronger position? And, you know, maybe I could go there and win a medal. How do I get to the next European Champs? When is the next European Champs marathon, you know? Things like this. And you need to start seeing that bigger picture and and working towards it. And when you see that bigger picture and you start working towards it, everything can slow down a little bit um, because you've got time. You've got time to work on the things that need to be worked on, you know, I, I love going back to altitude and um, I, I think it puts me back in this serious mind frame, do you want to call it or w whatever. Um, but I know for the next like 
at least three, four, you know, maybe even five weeks. There's some very basic fundamentals that I need to take care of at home. And, and that goes across the whole, the whole spectrum of my life, you know, from family, from friends. Um, that all needs taken care of. And then nutrition. And um, back, back in the, back in seeing Gary Longwell, the sports psychologist, like maybe, maybe once or twice a month. Little things like that need to be built. The foundation of those things needs to be built right now. And I need to be thinking, let's build on this amazing result. Um, and it really is an amazing result. And, and I, this is not, but that's how my brain operates. You know, I, I get nervous after an amazing result because I'm like, oh no, like what, what if I couldn't produce that again? And, and so the next, the next part of the process is, what do we do now to make sure that we definitely can produce that again? And not only can we produce that again, we can maybe better that. Um, and it's exciting that there is a lot of things that I could put in place. Um, and, and I think people can always work on things. And sometimes it's not more. Sometimes it's less. Sometimes it's more quality. Sometimes it's less quality. You know, there's, there's always going to be heaps of things that you can sort of analyze and see if it's working and blah, blah, blah. Um, but look, first thing first is to get not only your body physically, but mentally, you need to get your body in a good place. You need to decide, you know, perhaps what, what would motivate you at this stage. Um, and cause motivation is a huge, huge part of this. You need to, maybe it's sitting down with your family and, and, you know, discussing like, are you guys okay with me going and training for like another marathon? Cause you know, it, it takes up family time. You know, it, it's a, it's a big hassle for wives and husbands and, and kids and and you know maybe that's another step is is making sure that the people around you are okay with that um if you find it really tough to squeeze training in you know would you would you be able to talk to your boss and uh giving you an extra hour on your lunch break but then you stay you stay an extra hour later on in the day or you come in an extra hour in the morning these are all things that most most bosses might be okay with but maybe you've just never asked um, and, and it's worth, it's maybe worth asking things like that. You can always change, is the word like parameters. You can always change your own setup to work around like running, for example, and, and maybe, maybe something that you really struggled with. Like it sounds like so fancy, but we just find that a lot of my results in 2018, a lot of my poor runs or like a lot of periods where I struggled in training came off of long haul travel. I would do long haul travel and then I would maybe get like a calf injury or I would get a little bit of an illness or maybe I would do a long haul travel close to a race. I would struggle in the race and then maybe I would go through like a mini mourning process because I struggled in that race and it doesn't matter the fucking reason. We fixed it. I fixed it. You know, I started getting fancy with flights and like figuring out cheap ways to maybe book first class or cheap ways to maybe upgrade or 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 booking booking flights that went through you know the Dallases and, and the big terminals where there's a really nice lounge and you can get proper food and you know you can get proper hydrating all things like this help um first thing my dad said to me after Dublin was you know those business class flights they help for Doha because if I didn't fly business class to and from Doha there's no telling how I might have felt at Dublin and and it was never the plan when Jackie Jackie Newton um North Athletics Northern Ireland helped out with 
a trip to humidity. Um, and the first thing I responded to Jackie was that, you know, now that you guys have helped with that trip, and, and that trip maybe cost like £800, um, it, it basically meant that what I could do was book, upgrade one of my... I, I was only going to fly business to, to Doha, not from, from Doha. Um, and that's the first thing I told her is, you know, this now means I can fly back from Doha first class. And and I think that will help my journey to Tokyo. Um, and and it's it's all those little things. They just they just add up and and see a lot of the time it's not it's not cheap in terms of like often actual cost like physical cost but also sometimes it's not cheap in life because you know it might require asking your boss to you know be a bit more flexible with your hours it might involve sitting down with your loved ones and and you know like asking your husband or asking your wife like hey like are you okay we're looking after the kid this saturday or you know there's it's just sometimes it is tough um, and it's not easy because it's because nothing is, you know, and in life, anything that's worth it isn't really that easy. Um, but I, but I think it's it's worth it if it's worth it to you. You know, if if, if having that good day is worth it to you. And also one thing I will say is um, embrace that good day. Um, I had a there's a sports masseuse and um, physiotherapist from. Dublin called Declan Monaghan who helps with Athletics Ireland and he's, he's been on a lot of trips with me and um, you know he messaged me and, and he was saying well done and, and he said you know how does it feel like has it sunk in yet and and I said humans are fucking mental because this has been something a run like that you know dare I say that that could have been like a retirement run you know like that's the kind of thing I've been aiming towards and working for for like all the time I've been doing the podcast and all the time I've been a runner. And and then when it happens, you're kind of like, you know, the, the thing I said to him was, I think the reason you don't let it sink in is because you don't want the dream to end. You know, you don't want that to be like the defining moment or you, you, you want the dream to stay. You want to keep chasing something, you know. Um, and maybe I'm wrong about that, but I think you need to embrace it. You need to really appreciate it. And if if you are going to go down the route of asking the people around you to, you know, jump on that dream with you, and you know, maybe it maybe it is like giving you a bit more time to do the training you need to do, or a boss doing this. Like, if you do have a little bit of a breakthrough, or you run a PB, for God's sake, you know, be happy. <laughs> like, thank them. You know, go into work and thank these people. Go home and kiss your wife or your husband and thank them because. It doesn't. It, it doesn't always go that way, um, and they're gonna have to deal with you when you're fucking pissed off and upset. So, um, I I need to be better at that. You know, I'm a real stickler for what's next and and not appreciating it and not embracing it. And you know, people say well done to me, and I I don't even know what to say. And and it's not. I'm not rude. I'm not an asshole. I promise you. It's just I I don't know how to think like that. I don't know how to think like you're right that was amazing like you know let's let's take a wee step back here and like almost embrace the amazingness of that and and not just the impact that it it had on me but I think the impact that it'll have on people watching and people that came out to watch that wouldn't normally and the organizers and and you know my coaches and the support staff at Sinai and Athletics Art you know it, it has a big impact across the board and probably a much bigger impact than I I even realized um and so it's it's 
yeah, it's a bit sad to me that I'm not that I'm a stickler. I don't mean that. I'm just I just don't necessarily know how to feel about it. Um, because I'm just I just love pushing and I just want to push more and and you know achieve something even bigger. Um, and 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 it might never come. Um, and and I'm. Um, I, okay, I'm not okay. I was gonna say I'm okay with that, but I'm I'm not because I can I can see that there is room for more, and I hope that makes sense, and I hope that doesn't like you know appear arrogant or I can just I can see logically that there's more to give. Um, I can give more. God help if the people that help me listen to this because I'm <laughs> I push the people around me and. Um, I sometimes make it very difficult to support me and, um, you know, I'm demanding like, like after, it was probably after London 2018, or I think it was before London 2018, I went and sat with, you know, I'd been to America, I'd seen what these guys are doing, I'd seen the setups they had and I go into Athletic Northern Ireland office and Jackie probably thought I was barking orders at her, like I want this and I need this and if I'm going to do this, I need this and I had came from... I came from this web developing world where if I worked hard, I earned money. If I earned money, I could buy whatever I wanted. And then all of a sudden I stepped into like the lion's den of, of running and, and just forgot how shit the support was with running really. And um, for me personally, I was just like, look, this is what it's going to take. And I probably listed these things, you know, it might take two to three physio sessions a week. It might take sports physiology back in. It might take all these things. And I'm, and I, like I said, I'm probably barking these orders at her and, and she's sitting at the other side of the table. And I think her first thing was, right, well, uh, I might need you to run quite well at London then, you know. And, and that was like, it, it was funny at the time. Because, and I was like, you know, that's a formality. I will. You know, I, I was like, watch me. I'll go do it. And, and I was like, but but if you think I'm going to like, if you think I'm going to do this running and do it properly, I, I need you to, I need you to push the people around us to start giving us this support, you know, and. Because it's a it's a team thing, you know. I'm only as good as the physios are, and I'm only as good as you know the guys around me that can keep my body in one piece, or you know the physiologist who can keep an eye on is fitness improving? Why isn't it improving? What could we do to help it improve more? And 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 I gotta say, like I really do push people, and I push them hard, and but I I push myself harder, believe me, um, and I really do, and I think a party has to. And I don't, I don't know, like, I don't know, I don't ask Jackie what she thinks or maybe what she thought at the time. And, and you know, I, I don't because I maybe I, I don't want to know, you know, but I hope now, like, there's the people that are around me. And if I have pushed people and um, I hope they, they see that there was a reason behind it. And, and if for every time I push somebody, it just meant that I couldn't go and not do what I, I could. I had to take care of the shit that I was supposed to take care of. And take care of it all the time, you know. This is this is a lifestyle. It's an obsession. It's a it doesn't fucking stop. Dublin was amazing, but you know, if you if you're not waking up Monday or Tuesday and thinking, right, what what's next? You know, I I don't think you're gonna go and win medals, or I don't think you're gonna go and win Dublin someday. And um, this is this is twenty four seven, three six five. And you know, I've already fucked up because for two days I could have been eating a bit better and. Um, I don't think that's going to be the thing that'll hold me back. But sometimes it is. There's somebody out there that was able to finish the marathon, run really, really well, and you know have a well planned 48 hours after the marathon, whether it was 
food already made up, you know, to, because you know you're going to be tired and you know you're not going to have the energy to start cooking up quinoa salads or whatever. But someone, someone out there is doing that. Um, in fact, a lot of people out there are doing it. I actually listened to, I think it was Gareth Warburton's podcast on Don't Tell Me the Score. And even the rugby players are on this sort of thing, you know, and, and, and that's why they're performing at the level that they're performing. Um, so no, it's it's all worth thinking about. But look, guys, this is Josh. This is dragged on a bit here today, but um, I really hope you find something valuable. Um, as always, and I wish you a very happy day.